0: hey everyone my name is dave nixon and welcome back to another peak and flow podcast uh i do apologize it has been a little patchy yes i did promise that i'd be back on doing uh three a week um however uh, it's been nuts this last couple of weeks i um was uh i had three uh, this month or july i had three weddings in queensland um living in canberra um It uh, was a bit of a trek, so Gold Coast, Noosa, and then Townsville. Um, So I was away for 10 days of that, which was a bit nuts. A fair bit of travel. Good fun, though. Uh, Good time with friends and family. And then uh, I came back, and actually, fun enough, and I want to talk about it on a later podcast, but um, I had about a week and a half here. Uh, Well, actually just signed up, probably about eight days. And two of those days were actually set aside for I had a psilocybin journey, and uh, an experience with the uh, 5-MeO-DMT, which I'll probably go into, I guess, on another podcast. Um, For those that are familiar with psychedelics and those that are not, this is coming from a person that has never touched outside of alcohol and caffeine uh, and one little pouch of snus nicotine, which made me sick. (laughs) I have never touched anything. And so, um, yeah, I I experienced that with uh, quite a very... Um, profound and uh, experienced uh, facilitator, um, psychotherapist, who's also spent time with uh, like Native Mexicans and and, and learnt from um, from their rich history around it. Let alone in other areas of North America, so um, uh, South America rather. So anyway, that's um, both. So that, that's a, that's another conversation. I'm sure I'll share that later on. Um, but came back, had that, and then we just had our first level two, our first flow retreat. So pick and flow, we run retreats, but the retreats are actually a development program. And today I want to actually talk you through what's involved in a base retreat. So if maybe you've been interested, maybe you haven't, um, but to talk you through how we put this together. Um so we see it not just as a singular let's take people away and you've know you got these opportunities to do some yoga or to do some single sort of events, we actually go, hang on a sec, this is a personal development program even with a base retreat, a two-day retreat, a flow retreat, it's a three-day retreat. So three nights, two days with a base retreat. Flow retreat is four nights, three days. And then our peak retreat, our level three retreat is five nights, four days. And so there's a structure behind that. We wanted it the base retreat to be an actual development program. So if somebody was to opt in for that, that would be a full program. We then wanted the flow retreat to actually build on to what the base retreat was. And so even though each retreat itself is a program, which you know has a middle, a beginning and an end, has a really a curriculum, a pedagogy, uh, the whole three types of retreats, that's a whole program as well. So we've structured it in a way which is... Um, Allowing people to get away and, yes, spend some time on themselves, but really open up, I guess, well, they meet it where they're at. They participate to the level they're um, they're at, but to really have an opportunity to um, let themselves in, I guess. So I want to talk you through that today and how we actually build it. Um, Funnily enough, we looked at this and we're like, how, how do we explain the base retreat? And it's like, well, it's a one-of-a-kind experience. And what that means is that it's an individual experience, both subjective and, f- and physical, right, objective. And the one-of-a-kind is actually pointing out kinship, which is as a, is a common unity. And so it's this beautiful um, tip of the hat to how people will learn at those events as an individual And funnily enough, the more that they contribute and the more that they share, not that they need to, it's not about going and sharing feelings, it's about sharing experiences or sharing learnings, sharing the conversation and doing that up to the level that they feel comfortable doing so, then, well, there should be a little bit of a stretch, but that's another conversation. Then we learn more as a group. We know we learn more as a group when people are engaging and asking questions. And so being able to provide a space where people have the opportunity to to make that safe, that space feel safe for themselves is exceptionally important. Yet we want to make sure that we're there to support and challenge. We don't force anyone to do any part of it. it people li- literally um, meet up to the level of where they're at. And so, the way that the base retreat is actually structured is there's uh, day zero, which is you get there on the Thursday night. We talk through uh, the framing for the weekend, what to expect, what the breakout groups are. So we have you know, approximately 12 people and then we have four facilitators. So those breakout groups are groups of three to four people with one facilitator throughout the weekend. So we have continual touch points for people to ask questions in smaller groups and have shares around that um, so we can deepen the learning. But day one, up to day zero, um, day one is the Friday. And day one is physiology. So we actually go into breath work, understanding the breath and the importance of not just oxygen, but CO2 uh, and gas exchange. We then also go into polyvagal theory a little bit, which is really looking at our nervous system, uh, nervous system one one and seeing both, of course, sympathetic and parasympathetic, but understanding there's no p- bad parts of our nervous system. How do we learn to access Uh, what's required within us at any given time we do have cold exposure there's cold exposure with different forms of intent now i've spoken about cold exposure on this podcast but really the cold exposure is about allowing people an opportunity to get what they're learning and actually have a exposure to something that they can play with that with so we have a rule called look play learn and look play learn is look at these look at these models look at these uh frameworks now let's go play with it and come back and look at them again and, and see them with brand new eyes and this is a way that we can move from know ofing or knowing about something to relating with it and moving through to embodying it right with the knowledge that is and so the from there, we have a workout later in the day, and then uh, we finish off with some bend and breathing, and then we um, have dinner, which is lovely. Day two is the psychology component of it. Now, psychology is a broad term, so the stuff that we cover is basically meaning-making, levels of perception, so uh, we use the quadrants from Ken Wilber's body of work, which is exceptionally profound, but really about learning different uh, first, second, third, and fourth person perspective. From there, we also lean on some other bodies of work that allow us to sort of identify different patterns of thinking. So we mainly lean on Michael Hall's work, uh, Dr. Michael Hall, which is called Metaprograms. um, And Metaprograms allow us to identify we go through about 10, but there's 60 meta programs, 60 patterns of thinking that we may lean into different variations of each category of that 60 and how that shows up for us. And so it allows us to sort of interact and start to see and start to ground what is subjective in nature, right? Which is the way that we think, the way that we make meaning. So grounding what's subjective in nature um, to be able to have something that we can kind of measure against and, and have a framework for our subjectivity. And so this is where we go past the idea of just thinking positive or how do I reframe something positively, which actually presupposes that it's actually a negative experience. If you catch that, if I'm trying to reframe something positively, can you hear it in the language? Trying, right, to reframe something positively, it's literally presupposing it's a negative experience. And so it's more about, well, what's your relationship with negativity or what you deem to be negative? Is that the actual, you know, problem behind the problem? So the reframe might be just simply... Um, allowing us to ignore the symptom that's really showing up for us, which is a deeper problem. And so we're attempting to make sure that we're giving people these frameworks so that they can really lean on an understanding for themselves how they can start to really show up both in mind and body and how they overlap with each other as well. And so the beauty of this is that the whole weekend builds on itself from going through the nervous system and breath work and our kinesthetic intelligence through to being able to have different exposures. Now, the property, by the way, is on 600 acres. Uh, It's a beautiful sort of two chalets put together with some lovely high roofs some some fireplaces that we use throughout the weekend. And the the Kangaroo Valley River actually runs through the property. And so we use that on the second morning uh, for our cold exposure, which is just absolutely stunning. You can see more on our... Uh, Instagram at peak and flow training. Uh, it's a really beautiful weekend. And so, wrapping up the day two, we go through a workout to put all of the learnings for that weekend into something that we can actually really attempt to ground ourselves with and test ourselves with as well. Uh, from there, we go into some more bending, some breathing to wind down before a lovely dinner and um, final night before the next morning we have a panel about integrating back into reality packing up and then off we go and so the bodies of work that we lean on with this retreat is really quite profound and my role is more going how do these fit together and how do they how do we go what's a first person subjective experience what's a second person shared experience what third person is the is a is a doing is a is a body experience and then fourth person is a what's the plans and systems and structures and how do we make sure that we cover all of this in two short days and really the base retreats an intro for what can be so much more. And so, more than happy, another time I'll probably go through and explain. I might even do it next um, call as well, our flow retreat, which was a really beautiful experience on the weekend. I'm very fortunate. I feel very fortunate to facilitate that for the individuals that were there. Um, but this, to me, has become exceptionally important work. I'm, I'm exceptionally proud of it. I feel very grateful standing on the shoulders of giants and being able to share that with the facilitators that we have but also the attendees that we've had as well so we've done eight base retreats now Uh, that was our first flow retreat this is our nine retreats the next one september and another one in february then our next flow retreats in april so the retreats are just one product that we have within peak and flow and this podcast isn't about selling them it's about educating on them it's like this isn't a normal retreat i'm not interested in just you know Setting up a retreat where people kind of just work out and then chill out and then work out and then chill out. There's plenty of them, and they're great. Ours is for people that are wanting something more, that are want to be want to be around people wanting something more, right? That, that is just kind of sick of the positivity mindset stuff. They want to actually ground it and challenge themselves, and also learn more about their whole nervous system, right? For a lot of people we have habituated the way our way of being, we have habituated our way of being for years and years and years, and we call that nature, but how much of that is nurture and how much of that is not serving us anymore? And so our job and our role with these retreats is to really facilitate a space for people to, to see that for themselves and make their own decisions. So yeah it's it's more obviously the peak and flow community is extended past the retreats but it's it really is fundamentally powered by them and so you know on top of that the thing that I'm really excited for for the back end of this year is putting together our, our type our events the events that we'll be running are ice map and B where ice stands for introduction to cold exposure uh, map stands for mindset and performance and B stands for breath experience and so we'll be looking to facilitate and host these events over the coming probably five months leading into Feb's base retreat and beyond as well, but making sure we've got, you know, little snippets for people that are already in the community to continue to attend and be a part of it. And for people finding wanting to find out more about how they can leverage those areas, both, you know, cold exposure, the mindset, and also breath to be able to get more out of there every day. On top of that, you're welcome to also join our moments webinar. It's a free webinar. It's live every Wednesday. It's not recorded. The whole idea is that people need to be there and, be in the moment so to speak and so from there we discuss a whole range of things this week we'll be discussing um uh putting on an integral life practice from what we spoke about at the flow retreat but it will be interesting for those that that didn't attend as well uh and whatever other questions come up so those those webinars have been really beautiful to be a part of and to facilitate once again but they're free every wednesday so you can just sign up in i think it's in the show notes of this podcast uh but that's me done thank you very much for tuning in uh if you found this podcast beneficial then please share it uh, either on socials or with a friend. If you share it on socials, make sure you tag us. That's Peak and Flow Training. Or myself, Dave Nixon Flow. Otherwise, yeah, you want to find out more about the retreats, they should be in the show notes as well. Or if you've got questions, reach out. more than happy to answer. I'm very accessible. Otherwise, I'm done. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon.